engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. an equal opportunity, equal justice, and equal treatment for citizens of every race, background, religion, and creed. Every child of every color, born and unborn, is made in the holy image of God. It is time to fight back against this tyranny. Brothers and sisters, we all see what is unfolding before our eyes with the weaponization of government, the uh, persecution of President Trump, and how do we fight back against this? We are going to talk a little bit about that today. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. We are patriots. We are believers from coast to coast, and we believe that now we have crossed into a different kind of country, unrecognizable. This is not the kind of freedom that our Constitution guarantees for speech and for belief and for political uh, dissent of various kinds. But brothers and sisters, we also believe we can take our nation back again and that we can correct this. But the time is urgent. It is now. There's no time to waste and it's got to be all hands on deck. That's why on this program, we look at what is going on in the light of the Word of God, which gives us courage and confidence and direction. I want to start here by praying uh, some of Psalm 42. Let's uh, come into the presence of the Lord together as we consider all these things. Psalm 42. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so my soul yearns for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have become my food day and night. While they say to me continually, where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God. With glad shouts of songs of praise, a multitude keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. I shall praise him still, my Savior and my God. Let us pray. Father, we do praise you for America. We will praise you yet again. Lord, despite the tyrannical and disturbing things that are unfolding before us, we know that we are called to stand firm in your name and to fight in your name against these evil forces. Always give us the courage and confidence to do so, Lord, in your name and by the power of your Spirit and based on the foundation that our founders have already given us here in the United States of America. Keep us aware, Lord God, of the tremendous comrades that we have across this nation. Keep us strong in encouraging one another, we ask all this through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. All right, I want to outline a few ideas that various people have floated about how we are to fight back. I'm going to include a call here tonight that it is time to impeach Biden. Now, not everyone has been convinced that the time is right just yet. 
But as I see it, more and more people are becoming convinced, and I too have become convinced, the time is now to impeach Biden. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what some of the concrete advantages to that are, even though we know full well that the Senate would never, the Senate in its current makeup would never convict him. Um, of course, you know, the evidence is so strong and so powerful. Who knows? Maybe eventually the Nixon effect will kick in. Uh, you know, Professor Alan Dershowitz talks about the Nixon rule that, uh, that uh, people of one's own party would turn and 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 against them essentially and say, yeah, it's time for this person to go. You know, maybe if the Democrats are, I mean, there's certain elements within the Democrat Party and the media that have become convinced it's time to to dump Biden off of the ticket, and maybe some of the evidence that keeps coming out will convince some of them to uh, really get strongly on that. Uh, on that road. Uh, but then you've got powerful forces that want to keep him in there because he's a puppet. And uh, it's really, it really, the problems that he's getting into really point back to Obama and Clinton and John Kerry. I mean, they're all implicated in this, which is why the powers that be within the party want to keep Biden right where he is. Um, so you've got these, you've got these conflicting dynamics. But even though the Senate would not actually remove him from office. The benefits of impeachment are, are there nonetheless. And we'll go into that in, in just a moment. But as we know, the House of Representatives is conducting various hearings. They are hearing the testimony of whistleblowers. And bringing all this stuff to the light of day is crucially important. This is not like what the Democrats do with their phony investigations. It's not a partisan attack. There are actual things here being revealed by whistleblowers and, and, and others that need to be revealed about crooked dealings. I mean, we've got a, a president in, in office right now and his family who are guilty of bribery, extortion, money laundering, wire fraud, in league with nations who do not have America's best interests at heart, to say the very least. Talking about communist China and others. We're talking about uh, uh, Romania and Ukraine. And, and I mean, we're talking about real serious issues here. We're talking about bank records that are showing the transfer of money. We're talking about whistleblowers. We're talking about taped conversations. We're talking about quid pro quo. I mean, what more evidence do people need than what has come out already? And the House is doing its investigations and, you know, there's a lot more that can be done. There are a lot more people that can be called in, subpoenaed, not only about the, the wrongdoing of the Bidens with for, as, as foreign agents, but also in terms of the weaponization of government going on right now. For example, uh, this um, uh, Fannie Willis there in Atlanta who brought down these latest indictments on President Trump. Oh, is she, is she uh, in collaboration here with... Uh, Oh, Jack Smith and uh, DOJ. I mean, what, what, what's the, what's the, uh, she should be brought in and questioned. What is, what is going on here? You know, she is the daughter of a black panther and for years has campaigned on the notion of prosecuting President Trump. I mean, is it possible 
that this could be any more blatantly obvious how political this is? Is it possible? I mean, what more would people need to come to the conclusion? This is a corrupt human being. And the House ought to be having the courage to subpoena and, and bring to testify people who are involved in all of this stuff that we see unfolding before us. We shouldn't be forced to just sit back, watch it, and wonder what's going on. Let's find out what's going on. A second line of attack. Where are the Republican attorneys general and district attorneys ready to indict prominent Democrats? As if there aren't all kinds of people in the Democrat Party who, who, who are doing wrong things, who are breaking all kinds of laws, actually breaking laws, not pretend laws, not twisting the law beyond all recognition to make it apply to things it was never intended to apply to, but actual law breaking. Can we have some Republican law enforcers enforce the law against these Democrats? That would be another important line of attack. Let's go. They could play this game both ways. Not that, again, not that we would twist the law or weaponize government, but actually deal with real wrongdoing on the part of prominent Democrats. So often, I mean, the evidence is there, and, and we it's just like, it's the spirit of not fighting. We need exactly the opposite right now. We need the spirit of fighting. This is exactly the opposite. A third line of attack. There ought to be efforts in the Congress to say, we are not going to fund anymore. We're not going to use any federal funding for the prosecution of candidates for the office of President of the United States until the election. Because what, 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 the, the dealing with wrongdoing is one thing. But brothers and sisters, the, the overt partisan insertion of law enforcement agencies and courts into the presidential election process has, is something that's unprecedented. I mean, we, 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 we don't jail our political opponents. And similarly, state DAs who are going after presidential candidates, again, prior to election day. I mean, first of all, why weren't these various indictments that we see coming against President Trump brought up two and a half years ago? You want to complain about something that happened on, 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 in January of 2021? But this is the summer of 2023. What, what, what took so long? You want to complain about something that happened right after the election of 2020 in November, in December, phone calls that were happening and, and, and emails that, and, that were exchanging hands and speeches that were being given. You're going to be talking about things that happened in 2020. Why didn't you bring all this up back then? The obvious effort to time it right along with the election. And so you want to stop some of this garbage, tell some of these states you're not going to get federal funds if you're using them in order to interfere with a presidential election. And then the other dimension of this is, should in fact the House open up 
an impeachment process. Now, again, we don't use these processes that were intended to deal with actual wrongdoing for political partisan purposes. We don't use them like the Democrats use them in unconstitutional ways, not giving people due process, holding, remember the basement hearings, holding them in secret. And, you know, you got to have a transparent process and you've got to have actual identifiable wrongdoing. Now, we actually have that when it comes to, to, to Biden. The question is, what about impeachment? Now, you may have heard the Speaker of the House, uh, Kevin McCarthy, actually talk about the appropriateness and the need of an impeachment inquiry. Understand what's going on here. Like we already said, the House is holding all kinds of investigations, but the people from whom they are trying to obtain testimony and documentation are often not cooperative. How do you get the documents that you're trying to get but you can't get, or the testimony that you need but you're not getting cooperation? An impeachment inquiry, which is not the same as the impeachment process itself, but rather an inquiry as to whether or not there are grounds for uh, impeachment, is a process that once you pull that trigger, once you initiate that process, you have more power to get to the information you need to get to. And that is what he is saying is needed now. You've got more leverage. You get more information because you've taken the investigation and, and ratcheted it up a few, a few levels. An impeachment inquiry gives you more access to more information. And what you have uh, as a result then is something else. If indeed an actual impeachment process gets underway, then the dynamic that we see in the media over and over again of pushing this Biden corruption stuff under the rug and in fact cooperating with these Democrat prosecutors to make sure that every time something bad comes out, everything's, anytime something really, really bad surfaces about the corruption and the bribery and the betrayal of America undertaken by the Biden family, another indictment comes down against President Trump. Change the narrative. Oh, look over here, folks. Look over here. Don't look over there. It's so obvious. We've traced the timing of this. Every time something bad happens with these Biden investigations, lo and behold, the media cooperate, the prosecutors cooperate, and now it's time for another circus surrounding President Trump. It's so blatantly obvious. But if you started an impeachment process against Biden, now the media have to cover what's going on. I mean, there comes a certain point at which uh, the, even these most corrupt media outlets are, are just, you, you lose completely all credibility with everybody if you weren't talking about something as monumental and serious as the impeachment of a president. That's the point. In other words, it's a mechanism to get the information out to the American people that they need to have, again, not in a, in a weaponization way like the other side does it, but in order to say there are serious questions here that the American people deserve to know about, 
and need to hear about and need to debate among themselves. Not to impose some kind of agreement one way or another, but to say you need the information to, 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 to judge for yourselves what's going on here. That would be the benefit of this. And you call these people out for what they are doing. Dick Morris's book is coming out, The Biden Corruption Family. Keep an eye out for it, just like Mark Levin's book. I've been telling you about both of these books. Mark's book is called The Democrat Party Hates America. Both of these books coming out in a matter of weeks. Keep attentive to them. But I want to join my voices to some of these other commentators who have been saying, you know what, the time has come for impeachment. Call your Republican members of Congress and let them know that you indeed have the same view, that you want to push them, that you want to urge them, that you want to encourage them. Be stronger, fight back, take the actions necessary, start the process here of impeachment. The American people deserve to know what in the world is going on here. And if there's this, this if, 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 if basically we are in a situation where we've got a president who's a foreign agent, we, need, we ought to know about it. And that ought to be dealt with. 202-224-3121. That's a number you should know. That's the capital switchboard. That's where you call and you say, I'm a resident of such and such town, city. I want to speak to my the office of my representative in Congress. Then you call, speak to your U.S. Senator. Same number, 202-224-3121. Call for the impeachment of Biden. It's time that these Democrats realize they're not going to be able to get away with just destroying America right before our very eyes. We are going to push back against this, and we have to push back hard. And now's the time. You can't, don't, don't wait for it to get any worse, brothers and sisters. There's no more waiting here for it to get any worse. Sound the alarm now. We had an episode the other night, we, we called it time to pull the fire alarm, right? That's it. It's time. We don't need any more evidence than we already have. 202-224-3121. Call that number. We've got Biden, the first vice president in American history, to willingly betray America in the service of a foreign enemy. And not a single court in the United States, not a single district attorney anywhere, nobody has moved to indict this man. This is an absolute travesty. Um, let's ask a question about Hunter Biden. You see the, all these things, this evidence that has come together where he was paid millions and millions of dollars so was, so was Joe. This money came into the family. Okay, it comes into the family. Everybody in the family benefits. The question, of course, is, and this helps us to get a handle on, you know, all the confusing details. We want to try to boil it down to a very simple question. What was this in exchange for? I mean, what services did Hunter Biden provide that got him payment of all this money. In Ukraine, for example, what was he what was he doing? All these business partners, we've got business partners of his now testifying before Congress. What what service exactly was he providing? 
That's got to be the question we've got to push, whether it's in conversation with our neighbors or uh, postings on social media or you call into talk shows or you write letters to the editor. What services? Ask your, your, your left-leaning friends or relatives. Cargi, tell me. You know, we're not opposed to people getting paid for legitimate services that they provide. What were the legitimate services that Hunter Biden was providing? Let us know what they were. I want to know what they were. I've never heard a single one. What was the man being paid for? People want to say, oh, 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 there's no bribery here. Oh, there's no scandal here. There's no wrongdoing. Well, then tell me what is he was being paid for. Not a single, nobody on this soil of America can answer that question. And if there were an answer, if there were a single thing that Hunter Biden legitimately provided in exchange for millions of dollars, then the next question becomes, okay, well, if it was a legitimate service, why didn't he just get paid directly? Why all these multiple shell companies that the Biden family set up to launder the money? What, 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 what? If it was a legitimate service that everybody can say, oh, 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 okay, oh, oh, well, finally I know. Oh, well, thank you for telling me. Oh, well, that's very legitimate. Okay, fine. Well, then just send him a check. Wire the money. He gave you the service, you give him the money. What's the need for all these shell companies? The need for all the shell companies is that this is, this is crap that's going on. It's corrupt. If nothing wrong is going on, then we say to the Biden family, just hand over the bank records. What are you waiting for? What are you hiding? Hand over the, like, show us the bank records. Friends, we're, we're, we have got to push back here. We have got to fight back. You know what we also have to do? We have to ask the religious leaders. Have you heard your pastor saying anything about this? Oh, 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 no, he would never say anything about this. He doesn't want to get into politics. Is that what we're talking about here, politics? Are we talking about corruption? Since when does the church get a pass about shining the light on moral evil corrupting the government? Scripture is, 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 is filled with the voices of the prophets against moral corruption in government. When the kings betrayed the covenant, the land of Israel was sent into exile. The people were sent into exile, not because of political miscalculations, but because of spiritual, spiritual and moral failings, betrayals of, of God, betrayals of justice, false worship, and the Babylonians came in and destroyed Jerusalem and burnt the temple, led the people into exile. Before that, the Assyrians had come in, taken away the ten, the ten tribes of the north, the ten lost tribes of Israel. Because the kings were doing evil. 
And the prophets foretold this punishment because the kings were doing evil. People in public authority over nations have moral responsibilities and the church has a duty to point out the moral betrayals for goodness sake. We're talking about bribery, extortion. We're talking about a corrupt crime family here and the big guy sitting in the, in the, in the White House. Take some action. Again, raise the questions with your friends and neighbors. These are simple, simple questions. The evidence is there. Whistleblowers, if the man is involved in bribery and money laundering schemes through his son, this goes right back to Obama. And you know what? It involves things he did as vice president, which means it goes back to, to Obama. I said it goes, goes to Biden, go Joe Biden, but it implicates Obama. And this is why the other side is doing everything they possibly can to not let this go anywhere. But you know what? Cat's out of the bag, friends. It's too late. Don't let it die. Don't let it get pushed under the rug. You be the voice and raise these questions with your fellow citizens. You know, we got somebody in the White House who's a foreign agent. What services did Hunter Biden provide in, 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 in exchange for, for, for tens of millions of dollars? Just tell us what they were. You know, these are not difficult questions. Push back. Push back. Let's start indicting some Democrats here. Push back. Call your members of Congress, Republican members. On this point here, you don't have to waste time with the Democrats. But the Republican members, when are we going to see some impeachment inquiries? When are we going to see some action here? These are actual crimes, not partisan imaginations. Push back, brothers and sisters. You know, this is one of the things that President Trump has taught our, our nation so well and has taught the Republican Party, although some, some insist on being rhinos. And, you know, one of the characteristics of rhinos is that they don't want to fight back. They just want to please the, you know, the big donors and the people who are going to invite them to the cocktail parties and uh, all, this, all this garbage that doesn't mean anything for the good of America. And this is why they don't stand up and fight back for the things that are true and just and good for America. A bunch of wimps. A bunch of, oh, let's not rock the boat. Elitists. That we don't need. We don't need it in American government. And we don't need it in the church either. We're infected with all kinds of spiritual leaders who are exactly the same way. They don't want to upset anybody. They want to rock the boat. They don't want to upset their donors. It's the same disease on the part of many spiritual leaders as we have on the part of the political leaders. They've all got to go. Vacate these offices. Get them out. We don't need these spiritual leaders leading anything. They can't even lead their own souls. Never mind a whole congregation full of them. And these political leaders, vote them out. Get them out. That's for the good of America. Let's pray. Father, we come before you um, in the spirit of Psalm 42 that, uh, that we know you are our hope and our security. You are our vindication. And we praise you, Lord, that, that you have implanted in our souls the, the vigor for standing up against injustice and fighting back against corruption and exposing 
darkness with light. We are the people of light, Lord God. We are the people of truth. We are the people who are not afraid to embrace what is good and to defend it and to pass it along to our children. Help us, Lord God, in every way, in every way, to defend and proclaim the good. Help us, Lord God, to encourage those who are on the right track in public office to fight back against this corruption and to use in a legitimate way the tools of government in order to root out these evils. Bless us and make us always voices for truth. And we pray now for the needs of one another. We pray for the intentions that have been expressed in the comments. We pray for all our needs, Lord, those that are in the silence of our hearts. And we lift each other up and we lift up this nation by praying the words that Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Okay, friends, thank you very much. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. Spread the word about this program so that we can continue to uh, encourage and inform one another and give a spiritual and biblical perspective on the things going on in America and inspire our efforts to save this nation. Thank you, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.